I'm giving up. I'm giving up. Are you? Yeah. Well, whatever then. The World Health Organization, so say, I haven't seen this officially, but I've seen it from a very good source, have said that if you can't have a sexual part, find a sexual partner, or you have a partner and you can't make them pregnant, you will now be registered disabled. Right. Is this recording? Yeah. Okay. Of course it is. I won't do my next. It's gold. You come in, you haven't shut up. Since you just sat down. Oh, no. I can't waste this. I've got a bottle it. No. I think this is why our numbers have gone down. What, because you... I'm a bit too... Because you tell everyone what, what you really think. Hmm. It's okay. I think, I think it's... I've got to save the world. Okay. From itself. Because I wouldn't be... I haven't got anything else to do, have I? No. I'm not going anywhere. No. Not even church. If you're not going to church... Oh, you can't go to church? No. Well, because you're not... Being... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, what would he say about it all hey the little baby jesus what would he say Mm. i don't got quite on me now right should we get into it yeah should i put my thingies in why not oh here's another thing as well the marketing people this is prediction are going to be calling it doses not jabs okay to make it sound different okay you heard it here first right have you finished can we start this Mm. pod hmm Hello and welcome to episode 82 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and Mr. Ridiculous himself, Mark. Yeah, the cat fit. I, I, thought, I thought I wrote that, I thought, should I get away with that? And you called yourself Ridiculous this morning, so I thought, right. I am. <laughs> <If you've, laughs> well, I mean, you don't believe in sun cream, do you? Okay. You don't believe I in disc- the moon, landing on the moon, and uh, and you believe that we're all holograms. I mean, that is ridiculous, isn't it? And we established last week that your obituary is... Mark, it was a bit ridiculous. My what, sorry? Your obituary that we worked out last week. Yeah, I just uh, I had therapy today. That's the only thing of doing the pod on the Thursday. I think was it your last one with your therapist? Oh, uh, well. Mm. Oh, she hasn't listened, has she? You've been slagging her off last week. No, she hasn't listened. Oh, I just think she thinks I might need a bit more rescuing. <laughs> That's what they do, though, isn't it? Oh, well, you're not quite. We need Is another it like few Pfizer weeks. Pfizer with the booster. Mm, yeah, you never, you never cured. No, she was very, she was very clear that if we do have any extension, it's very time limited. Oh, okay. Yeah, they all are. Every session's time limited. No, no, <laughs> the therapeutic interventions can be endless. She, ha- can't they? she hasn't got enough life left. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> hasn't got enough. Will. She's young as well. <laughs> I said to her, this, we've probably only got four weeks left, and she said, you want therapy before the end of... Oh, the end of the universe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that you another one of your predictions? That we're all going to... You've just... You came in here. I don't know whether I recorded it or put it on the beginning, but you just said, it's going to be... It's, going to be, it's all going to be over in a, in a few weeks. Yeah. What? It's the lot. Everything. Okay. We had a discussion, you know, when I said about people taking their shoes off, going on planes? Yeah. Nothing gets reversed. Yeah. So... Once we've bought in, you have... Well, I, mean, I don't know whether they're still taking the shoes off at the airports now, whether they've got better, better things to do. Oh, last I time I flew, I've taken... This when, isn't everyone. When was the last time you flew in an aeroplane? Well, it will be the last time I the flew. The props, the last time you've... When was it? There ain't going to be another one, is there? No, I don't know. Well, no, no you know. No. You are, you're basically stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I'm a teenager. I've got some bad news. You're grounded. For how long? Yeah. Or how long have you got <laughs> to live? <laughs> you never thought in all your days, did you, that you'd get to the, the, right, the age. age of 60 and go, I'm not allowed to go anywhere or do anything. 
Oh, well, there is one thing I thought. What? I can go and watch Rovers. My little yeah. football team. Well, yeah. Ragbag Rovers, they'll have me. They will. Nope. Oh, oh, are they not? Nope. Oh, you're kidding. They're not double bubble as well, are they? Oh, um, <laughs> I should have got some of the quotes, but this, this, is, this is some of the things that came. I, I wrote to them today. All right. To point out that there was some anomalies. already? No. Oh, I'll check, actually. No, I don't think I have. Um, there were some anomalies in some of the things they wrote, so I pointed it out to them okay. that it might be best to be clear before the first match on Saturday. Okay. Little things like the wearing of face coverings is completely down to personal preference. Right. Masks must be worn for any movement around the stadium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah. that's confused me. Yeah, already. Personal preferences, I don't want to wear them. Well, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe what you do is you fill in a form to say I'm doing this begrudgingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah. happy about this, but you can't see my face. <laughs> Underneath here, I'm seething. <laughs> um, the end I go, like the noisy jump up and down. Yeah. Um, the ultras. Yeah. <laughs> Did uh, Wolverhampton have one? Um, what? Everybody disc. I'm trying to think of the tune. D i s c o. No. no. Anyway, we can't spell. Um, so we have we have still have standing terraces, and obviously the hardest score is behind the goal, and then it peters out. And at the end of the terrace, you've got the people that used to be hardcore, but or the beginners, or the beginners, yeah, <laughs> yeah, or now need a Zimmer frame. So, so where are you in there? Are you kind of? Right I just in? go with the teenagers. Uh, what the front? No, the middle, middle the front. behind the goal. Okay. You're still in it, in amongst still it. Still in it, amongst mm. it, mingling. However, shouting, singing, and congregating, yeah. uh, people in that end have been told they must listen to guidelines that will be issued by the authorities during the match. Right, over the tannoy. So but things no like, shh, 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 like... What? Well, is that what they do? Excuse the seagulls. Yeah, I was we'll just going to pretend I've done that first. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But it's going to be things like, um, you can't sing. Oh, what, can everyone just please shut up? Yeah. Can't do that. Um, can't have any celebrations. No hi- high fives with anyone outside your social bubble. Hold on, is this, on the, is this, is this in, the, in the, the pamphlet? Yeah, it's that the Code of Conduct. So one oh of the things I'd like to do God. is look at other things to see. What's the point in going? Um, You're allowed to watch the game. You have to stand there with your eyes shut. You go to the seated section and you need to leave your seat. Mm-hmm. Please leave your seat with the back, your back yeah. to other people. Now, that's, that's how you leave that's, your seat. That's normally how you get up out of the yeah, seat. Yeah, you, you wouldn't sort of just shove your dick ra- in their face, would you, and walk out. <laughs> so, or spin round in your chair first and then get up facing the person behind you. Yeah, yeah, you tend not to do it. And it said, please check the gangways are empty before you leave it. So you're dying for a piss or a pie, and it's like... Well, there's an emergency. And there's people in the gangway. Yeah. In the what? open air. Yeah. The Code of Conduct also said, and this was another thing where I said to Rovers, um, I didn't feel this was a major thing, but it is the sort of thing that I think is important. They said the area behind the goal yeah. with the ultras yeah. will be divided into three sections right. for safety. And so they're obviously going to measure how many people are in each section. Right. Well, and they said, please look out that these sections will be numbered one, two, three and four. Oh, there's three sections. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> I'm lost already. So you're going to talk to a pissed-up cider head. I go, can you move to section, please? Well, section three, I suppose please, you no need high-fiving. four, because four defines the end of three, doesn't it? Technically. Otherwise, three is never-ending. You can see, you see what I mean? So four is everything else. You with me? You with me? It's not that big a terrorist. Okay. So, yeah, there's a code of conduct. So those are just the highlights. So That's amazing. So you're not going to bother 
going then? Well, I won't be able to go. No. Because I'm not double jabbed. Or yeah. double dosed. Double dosed. Mm. As I said, ridiculous. Mm. Not you, that. Um, this is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, and what the actual fudge is going on with this world. Mm. We're all work in progress, and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's spoken our perfectly imperfect lives, and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness. This is madness, Mark. I can't even join you in the madness. No. Oh, well. well. You can't, just can't join it. You're just, you're just between worlds. Mm. Uh, then our work here is done. Please, it, what, sorry, I was, I was just going to say... Do you mind if I... No, okay. Can I go on? No, no, no. You're on a flow. Go on. I was just going to say, every introvert in the world is going to go, no, I haven't been, uh, I haven't been jabbed. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to stay <laughs> Do you in. want to come to the pub? No, I'd love to. <laughs> I can't. Not loud. But you showed your <laughs> the certificate on Facebook. Nah. No. Um, please subscribe to us in your podcast app of choice and join us on Instagram uh, at I'm Finecast. Um, coming up, um, got some catch ups and bookmarks, Mark. Mm-hmm. Bookmarks, Mark. Uh, in World Life Ballet, uh, what the actual fuck is going on? Mm. Instead, we might have a little bit of a rant. Mm-hmm. Um, we I've got at, a scoop. Yes, I'm that. coming to that. Okay. Go. Okay. Steady yourself. I'll we look at the nonsense and madness that is society these days, and we also have an exclusive expose from our resident investigative hack, mm. Mark. Mm. In Brain Food, we're going to look at uh, something we didn't have time to do last week, which was uh, Rory Sutherland's ten, 10 Rules of Alchemy yeah. from his book. And not to disappoint, we have some life hacks for you, including one absolute belter on how to stay cool at night. Okay. All the things we want to hear right now. I know what it'll be already. What's that? Your hack. I'm not going to spoil it. You don't know. You always do this and you get it wrong. Water in a hot water bottle, no, freeze and then no. put it on your ankles. No, it's not. <laughs> no, that's no, I, I did have some clogs. Hmm. So you do. No, I wouldn't do that because There's I don't there. bloody moan about stuff. I just go to bed and sleep. It isn't too hot. It's, it is. No. It is. It's ridiculous. Someone said to me today, we're going to continue with those life hacks because they're a bit shit. Who the fuck said that? I'm not going to tell you her name. <laughs> It's one of one person. Yeah. Dissident. I better not. I better not annoy her. Because mm. she's doing some stuff for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. You're such a... So easy to... You'd be shitting interrogation, wouldn't you? You'd crack within a second. I was interrogated Two, once at Bristol Airport. Yeah. You just told them everything. No, no. Start crying. They thought oh, we were drug smuggling. Him. Me and my friend, we were like, searched. They're and... up my bum. And then you just start crying. <laughs> Intense, like where the drugs are up my butter. No, no, okay, go on. No, we'd come from a drugs conference, but we were <laughs> <He's telling laughs> me the irony. The irony when mm. you just hire a kite all through this drug conference. <laughs> the never, PowerPoint, I've never, seen, I've never seen you literally squirm. No, I was just thinking of some of the, the incidents. Yeah, okay, so you were sober through the whole thing. Well, why I was laughing, why I didn't speak, is that my friend who I was with was yeah. so drunk, the following morning we couldn't go to an alcohol rehab centre. <laughs> and it was like an ironic, the whole thing was ironic. So, oh, dear, dear, dear. Anyways. Um, so, uh, Mark, you're looking well. You have a sparkle about you. Is that your new glitter body butter? <laughs> or are you just plain sweaty? No, I'm just, oh, I'm just on one. Yeah, mm, I think, no. I'm an angry young man. This is very... Yeah. 1978 and that so it is too hot i'm not going to talk about how hot it is yeah but it's too hot uh it's awful in fact um plus there's a weather warning as well so i'm frankly surprised we we trained this you, 
we trained this morning. Yeah. And I'm frankly surprised that you're running your sessions in such a mind, in such in such extreme weather. You should be closed down as of immediately because you're putting my health and all your clients' health at risk. Do you realise okay. what you're doing? I do. And I knew you'd bloody moan on about this. So <clears throat> I just you're like right. to, yeah. It's too hot, isn't it? <laughs> Do you want a drink? Just while I'm doing this, just you have a little Google and can you let the listener know what, the li- <laughs> what <laughs> that's not far from the truth. Um, <laughs> it's either the army captain or the Russian spy. Yeah, We've got two army left. Ma'am. Um, yeah. Can you tell me what the hottest temperature has been in the UK this year in this extreme, terrible year of locusts and plagues? Yeah, sure. Okay. Should have some uh, Google music? Yeah. Okay. Insert. Found it. Okay. So we had an extreme weather warning, didn't we? An extreme hotness warning. Yeah. That was given out that goes, ooh. Amber. It ain't going to be parky anymore. So amber is um, it's going to affect vulnerable people, right? And red. Moany ones. <laughs> now, now, come on. Yeah. Come on. Red is what and red is everyone's going to moan. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so what's the temperature? So on the... Tuesday this week, yeah. temperature beat the previous record of 31.6. 88.9 Fahrenheit for those. No, old don't money. do that. that set, on, um, set on Sunday also at Heathrow. Yeah, so it was um, 32.2. So 32.2. So we're now in this situation where we're getting extreme heat warnings for 32.2 yes people... it, it's it's hotter than hell okay. at the moment so i'm just going to read back over some past years because we didn't used to have extreme weather warnings because it was it's never the, as hot as it, it was came now. out this week it's fr- fresh and hot just yeah. like the weather yeah so just going back year by year 38.7 what last year 2019 i haven't got 2020 for some reason i bet i was so training in that but you may be training that 38.7 35.6 34.5 35.2 36.7 have i got down to ours yet no 34.1 oh 32.4 chilly Ooh, just <laughs> <laughs> um so all those years we didn't have to have an extreme weather warning no no Okay, but know. that's obviously because it's only been climate change in the last few years. That's yeah. because it's this, got this out of year. control. We've never known a year like it, have <laughs> we? 1990, 1990 37.1. <laughs> 1989, 34.4. Oh, well, that's in the oh, 90s. How long are you going back? Do I need to get another Ooh, coffee? No, 1976, that lovely hot summer when we had 60 oh, days. Oh, everyone talks about yeah, that, don't they? I wasn't there. The Jubilee, it was oh, fantastic. 35.9. Is oh, it well, true, Mark? Your <laughs> phone's you, died. That's you, a fucker. You a charger? Is yeah. your expose on there? Yeah. <laughs> is it? It is, isn't it? Have you, have you yeah. have a battery? Yeah, I didn't even know. What kind of connector is it? Apple. Yeah, but what kind? The new new one or the old one? New one. Okay, so it's the middle section. Oh, here's a question. Here's a question for you. Biggest producer of mobile phones in the world? Um, China. By company. Then be more specific. I did. I was just taking a breath. Then. Comp- the company who makes yeah. the most mobile phones. Would it be a company, a phone brand we've heard of? Otherwise, oh no, just... no, it won't be. Will it? It'll Isn't be, it that Fox, it'll be... those fat fox lot in um in China who make all the Apple phones? No. no? What brand is the most popular brand? Not not the Samsung. name of the factory. Yes, correct. Right. Five points. Thank you. Who's second? Um, oh, that's a good one. It's not Apple. It was Apple, right? It's not. I just well just said it's not Apple. Yeah. So you're correct. So Five else. points. Okay. <laughs> so who is it? Who is I second? Think, now my phone's dead. I won't be able to tell you. I think it's a company called Zyamoy. Right. Ever heard of them? No. No. 
They're the second biggest producer of mobile phones in the world. This company also aren't selling in America or Canada, and they're the second biggest. Yeah, they're not the only people on the planet, are they, Westerners? No, but I would have thought Apple was almost in that sort of invincible position. Them and Samsung are the sort of Pepsi and Coke of... Mm. Or Pepsi and I don't Shirley, think they've sold. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they've sold as many, but they're just more expensive, so they just made a shit ton more money, yeah. haven't they? But I've never heard of that brand. Okay. Do we need to charge your phone up before we go any further? It, I or can remember most of the expose, but then there is a clip that I was going to play and a photo I was going to show you. You got a charger in the car? Yeah. Do you want to go and get it? Do you want to not plug it? Where would, have you got a plug? I'm not sure I have. I'm not plugging it to your computer. No, I don't want your phone anywhere near my, my computer. Um, Do you have to pause the podcast? I'll go and plug it in my car. Well, you need it. Why don't you bring the charger in here? Or bring the car into the garden. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, God, you're so difficult. So is the charger only one for a, char- a car charger? No. Is it one you can stick in a USB? Yeah. I have a USB devices I can charge. It's not just my laptops. That's fine then. I'll go and, I'm sure I've got Your the... data's safe, right? I don't want to... Your money's safe. <laughs> yeah. You're going to put some mood music on? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll run like a whippet. Go on. So, talking about the heat, mm. not that I mention it, um, you asked me this morning whether my loathing of the heat was nature or nurture, which I thought was quite an interesting one. Okay. We had a little chat, didn't we, about yeah. that? Yeah. And I've been thinking about it all day. Mm-hmm. I think it is a bit of both. Mm. I think it's my physical, I think it's my physicalities. Yes. And, well, probably that, that my good old parents, you know, they didn't kind of go around, you know, smothering me with kind of factor 100, you know, and keeping me out of the sun. Mm. But there's definitely a, when you burn so easily, there's generally a fuss around yeah. going out in the heat. Yeah. But also there's some science to, uh, to why I'm, I'm sensitive to, to the sun, mm-hmm. Mark. So um, you can be more sympathetic. So I went to type in into Google, why are gingers so susceptible yeah. to the sun? And, and I wrote, why are gingers? And, you know, when you get the list of stuff that comes up yeah. on Google. Yeah. The list was, uh, why are gingers bullied? Yeah. Why are gingers so pale? Yeah. Why are gingers so angry? Yeah. Uh, why are gingers called gingers? Why are gingers so mean? <laughs> why are gingers rare? Why are gingers going extinct? And why are gingers mocked? Hmm. I want to look at all of those things those and, see what, and see valid, what the Google's got. What? Not valid as in good, but they all happen. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, some people with fair skin, for example, those with red or blonde hair, will get sunburn after being outside for only a few minutes, mm -hmm. mm. while other people with darker skin and hair don't seem to burn so easily. The main reason for the dif this difference is because fair-skinned and dark-skinned people have different types and amounts of pigments, substances with colourful properties in their skin cells. Melanin is a kind of pigment that gives skin, hair and eyes the colour, and it comes in two main types, one that is good at blocking sunlight and one that is bad at blocking sunlight. Mm -hmm. So I think you must be full of the stuff that blocks it. Mm-hmm. Because you don't use sun cream. No. For, for, for your own reason. <laughs> you don't, your words were, I don't believe in it. It's not, it's, not, it's not Father Christmas or Jesus. So, is it? No. Do you think sometimes I'm controversial for the sake of it? I don't know what you are. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Let's just stick we it as that. Yeah. But I, I helped move some of the weights today, didn't I? I helped yes. you. Yeah. Because uh, you said the other day, it's only my time that I'm wasting. Yeah. And I thought, when, when people make weights, like the manufacturers, mm. you think how many make weights they've made over the years. Mm. That's really heavy. And you think, why isn't the earth kind of falling off its axis because of all that extra weight? Mm. And I thought, well, there's more people. They all weigh, weigh something, don't they? All people. And you've got people, houses, bricks, weights, and things like that. Mm. We make heavy stuff, don't we? Yeah. One day the world's just going to fall. Oh, is that what you and, meant and by the world's going to end in four, four weeks because it's yet, too heavy? somehow it keeps on turning despite yeah. all those extra things. Yeah. So is it any heavier, do you think, because of all the... All the people. All the people and the weights that they're making. I think the weights are created out of something that already exists. Yeah, but doesn't it get heavier, though, when you make something? <laughs> what if you turn 20 kilos of, of iron into a weight? Yeah. It gains. Or is this like, what's heavier, 20, yeah. 20 tonnes of feathers or 20 tonnes of bowling balls? <laughs> um, the people one's a good one, though. Didn't they do that experiment if everybody in China jumped up and down at the same time? Knock the world off its axis. Yeah. And you believe that, do you? I just think the people that were right on the edge of the world might fall off, though. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> At the Wall of Ice. Yeah, or wherever the world the flat. Uh, yeah, ends. that's where it yeah. ends, yeah, the is Wall it? of Ice. Yeah. Um, Bezos so, would have seen that, wouldn't he, in his penis? Yeah. That is ridiculous. I'm, I'm, try, I'm, try, <laughs> I'm trying to steer your rants into the, into the ranty bit. Okay. It's getting really difficult. That's one of them. So how would you... Um, what's new with you, Mark? Anything... You went camping in the wilds, didn't you? Like yeah, Bear Grylls. I got, I got told off about that today. Why who? The authorities? My therapist. Who is this woman? She's, she's <laughs> controlling, isn't she? She's giving me a bit you more pay her. You pay her a decent chunk of change as well. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. And she just makes you feel rubbish about yourself. I said to her today, <laughs> towards the end, I said, this is normally 50-50. I said, you're winning today. And she went, <laughs> therapy is not competitive. <laughs> and I went, but you are winning, aren't you? And she sort of smiled. She was. She, she was. She she, loves, she's there she, like clenched fist. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm not. <laughs> Get in. Got you. Ridiculous boy. Yeah, I'm boy. not going to fall to his ways. Oh, I've done it again. <laughs> Same time next week. <laughs> Damn you. I wrote to her last week and said, thank you for being half decent. Right. She's Close your words. They weren't far away. She was she a bit spiky this morning, was she? Was I think she was chuffed. But okay. she wrote back and said, are you taking the piss? It's the only time I've written to her in 32 weeks. <laughs> When my phone's charged, I'll read out the, the diatribe. You don't write to your therapist, do you? You basically just kind of say, if, you know, the only time you write is when you can't make a session. No, right? I wrote to her. Or I you, just said, you need to I rearrange just, one. You don't give her feedback. Yeah, I gave her feedback is, on her performance. I said, I think... Do you give her a trust pilot review? <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, I, I think I, I'd like to thank you for being consistent. And I didn't say not shit, but something like that. And she came back and said something along the lines of, you're taking the piss. What are you well, trying to achieve with that letter, Mark? 
you trying to encourage her to keep you on? No, because there is a thing, isn't there? It doesn't matter, even if it's a, a tough thing to go through. There's something comforting and... Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't there about yeah. it? You, you yeah. know, you kind of know where you are and it kind of defines your week, doesn't it? And you can hang stuff off that. So yes. I, I appreciate how kind of important that is. No, I did it because of, of almost like the sort of random acts of kindness. Why should certain professions, I think, almost recognise that they're helping people? But I think some people forget. There was something in on social media today about a certain group of people saying, but they are just people at the end of the day. They do have the same emotions and the yeah. same desires. And yeah. I think she did say something around, something like that was really nice of you. Um, even therapists appreciate validation. Yeah. And it's like to think, it's, it's the same way when I'm training people to think that I don't really care whether they've lost weight or whether they get stronger. And it does, it has to matter or she mm. wouldn't do the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't being manipulative or anything. It was just like I just thought she's done a good job. Okay, fair do. So she she told you off about your night away. So you went out because yeah. I was talking about sleeping outside. And you went, oh, I did, and you sent you put a picture on your little Instagram, didn't you? Mm. Of a little sleeping bag and a little nook mm. next to a little river. If that was me, if okay. I was with you, right, I'd have kept the midges away from you. I will tell you that they'd have been yeah. all over me. Do you not get bitten? I put a bag on my head. <laughs> the bag that the was sleeping this the bag she was upset in. with <laughs> yeah the self-harm bit i mean what was going on there i just rested it. i didn't like she well, did protect said, you from the midges because mm. oh, there were some there yeah because i went by a river yeah that i know yeah but it was out of view of the ram that attacked me oh here we go i told you about the ram no you haven't told me about the ram. <laughs> i got attacked by a ram i'm sure i told you that no i made some comments of did you get attacked by yeah, angry cows and you went no i avoided the angry cows right i lost i why do you, you upset animals too? You just go it around? was one ram. It was just like he had so much attitude. There was nothing else around. There was no reason for it. Right. And he just had a look in his eye. Right. And I thought, he's going to be trouble. So he charged me, literally were, charged were me. You in a, were you in his field? I don't know if it was his, but I was in a field. Yeah. Right. So it's he his, charged his, his me field. and I literally waved my arms and like... Encouraged him. <laughs> and yeah, offered him some grass. And he like stopped yeah. and then thought, then his look was like, good try, yeah. but I'm coming back for you. And he yeah. had those really curly I mean, I got horns. horns. And I yeah. thought, they're going to go straight into my quad. And because I had no signal right. and no one knew where it's I was. a specific muscle to, to think he's going to... Well, he was that sort of height. Well, okay. Right, okay. It's quad height ram. Right. So he charged again. Right. And I thought, I'm in trouble here because I can only be... I think my fierceness was going to... It'd be like, like I said earlier, the law of diminishing returns. Second time he's going to go, well, he did that just now. Yeah. Um, so I took, <laughs> I took my sleeping bag out of its bag. Yeah. And <laughs> what colour was it? Red? Well, it had, a, <laughs> it had a sort of purple inside. So I did go a little bit matador-esque. Yeah. And sort of threw it over him a bit, but then realised I needed it. You threw a sleeping bag at a ram. Yeah. This gets better. And it stopped him. Obviously, it stopped him because it was like big, wasn't it? It was like... This, this, um, what's the name? He's probably just completely bamboozled by it. Yeah. And then the third time I gathered it up because I thought I'm in trouble now and also right. he could rip it or eat it. So I just leapt over a fence, like a barbed wire fence and he right. came again, but in the nick of time I escaped. Right. But it was frightening. Seriously frightening. Is it? Yeah. Because I thought... I didn't do an Instagram story about it. Yeah. Because it was so frightening. I wish I'd videoed it because it would yeah. have been good content. Yeah. But I think this is what the therapist was saying. If Why didn't you video it? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't believe I could you, do with a laugh. you and your stories. Yeah, typical BPD. <laughs> None of that. You didn't even fucking go to Wales. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but other than that, it was pretty uneventful. Okay, so um, 
the very end of the, the last podcast, you brought yeah. something up, which was the GTA walk. Oh, yes. And I didn't know what you meant, but yes. once I looked at it, I knew exactly what you meant. Good. And you said, I might be being ridiculous, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm into Are you still into <clears throat> this? You're going you're to have to explain what it is. Okay. Well, no, you explain and then I'll... I, I've been watching this obsessively. Well, I, I, I'd, I've seen a few examples of it, but this particular young lady who's doing it seems to be crushing she Russian? it, right? I mean, she was she was in a hurry, but <laughs> she was. But she seems to be like the the biggest one of them yeah. all. So, imagine a video game. I guess it's is it kind of first person? So you you're you got your avatar in a game, okay? And if you're kind of running or walking, they they kind of run funny, don't they, on yeah. the spot? Or if or if if a character in a game runs into a wall, they kind of run yeah. on the spot, yeah. don't they? Yeah. And then I they, don't have a game, but you don't, I, oh, you don't know any? No. Okay, you've never seen Space any Invaders, of which is even weirder why you like it, but yeah. And then just that, so that they kind of mimic the movement. So the camera shot is behind these real people doing this in real life, yes. going up to walls or people yes. in cars or just doing everyday actions, yes. but looking like they're in a video game. So this GTA walk, I guess, is specifically Grand Theft Auto, Great. right? Yeah. So this Russian one. <laughs> With very big blonde hair, like in ringlets sort of thing. Yeah. You don't often really see her face, do you? No. But, and she's one of those, she's so famous now that she almost goes up to anyone. Everyone knows mm. what she's up mm. for and goes along with it. Mm. Why are you into it? What is it about it? Because I, I could literally, I've, it's, it's literally seconds of fun. I go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Why would you want to, are you still looking at it? Are you still watching it? I'm weaning myself off it because I was watching it a lot. Are you? Well, yeah. what's it, what is it about it? What's about, you know, you don't, I mean, you're not even going to get it if you were kind of a mad gamer, but. There's just something that. What's well, kind of. Hypnotized me. It was just. Okay. It, it was just an obsessive fascination with it. Okay. And it's, it's waning now and I'll move on to something else. But yeah, for. Three or four days, I would watch it constantly. Okay. I just found it very, um, I don't know, I, because I've never seen no, what it's what I mean. based on. That's what I mean. That's what I can't quite, because I, I watch it and you kind of, that would be the link for me, someone who's familiar with yeah. that kind of action. But So when you watch it, you just thought, oh, that, I that's, quite that's clever. okay. It's funny. I watch it three or four times more. Pff, tops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And go, next. Okay. Now yeah. I can with my life. Yeah. Hashtag ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to get on because we've been gas bagging. Mm. What is going on? <laughs> Your concern, Mark, about the state of the, the world, state of our country, mm. state of our governance. Mm. And it is important, it is that thing where you don't need to be engaged with politics to be touched by all this because it's, you know, we are talking about a pandemic, aren't we? Let's get to, mm-hmm. the, let's get to the, the nub. So because the questions I've got here, like what the actual is going on and then, mm. and is anyone accountable? Because we were talking about that this morning and are we to blame for letting them get away with it? Do you know when you kind of see people like being, you know, politicians being ridiculous, world leaders being ridiculous, heads of global corporations and you kind of, you know, and there's this kind of whole thing about perspective or lack of perspective on kind of real, you know, real problematic things that need to be solved. Huge lack of common sense just on an epic scale. Yeah. You start to kind of go, well, who are we? Because we're just you know, mere mortals here. We're not kind of MPs. We're not, you know, head of global corporations and mm-hmm. those kind of thing. But we are all just people, aren't we? Mm-hmm. No one's got really got an advantage over anybody else as no. such. We kind of detach ourselves from it, but we're all part of it, aren't we? Do you know what I mean? We're all kind of... But we're, we're it's helpless. It's easy to sit here and, and, yeah, and kind of look and observe it. Yeah, we've kind of talked about that before. Haven't we? We've kind of, we can, what can we do about it? Well, there's about 20 pods ago, we were going, let's get, all, let's get away from all the doom and gloom. Yeah. Some some of these things have always been ridiculous and just not yes. been outed, right? Yeah. Is it people just trying to get eyeballs? Is it the, is it the clickbait thing? Is it trying to find the, the salacious story? You know, mm-hmm. one of the things I'm going to come on to in a minute with my scoop is 
and we've used this constantly as in plain sight, yeah. or how I read it, is that if the story somehow becomes the story of the day, yeah. then you ain't going to fight your way out of it. Yeah. Cummins goes to Barnard Castle and everyone yeah. makes funny memes about it. Another MP went on a train mm. and got you know sacked from the party because it yeah. was appalling. And it's like, it's, where's the difference? Yeah, and Gove gets the special treatment going to the football with his boy. Yeah. Because he was on a trial. Yeah. Which is meant to be random. Yeah. Then obviously Boris got tripped over this week, didn't he? Yeah. Trying to go with the same line. Everyone went, no, nah, we're not having that this time. Yeah. Oh, no, I, we're not going to. I think this is the kind of the flip-flopping of everything, isn't it? And I think this I, is. I don't think it's even about, you know, confusing us or, you know, dividing, conquering to, to control us or any kind of way to get there. It's gone beyond that. Some of this is just ridiculous. I w- I'd argue we're not even falling for it. Well, you know, it used, to, it used to be clever, didn't it? Yeah. I was, I was thinking the other day of Jimmy's propaganda, which is quite smart. Yeah, but. and propaganda was thought out, and it was mm. you know like hidden messages yeah. and yeah. hidden things. I mean, um, the young ones did it on their comedy show. They had, right. um, if you look through, every episode has um, oh something flashing, a hidden out. thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and that was because it was there was a big thing that it was illegal, <laughs> and that um, supermarkets <laughs> were wafting in bread. There's no bakery in the supermarket, but <laughs> right. Um, but I think what happens now, how, how it feels to me, and I don't know whether this is through my different perception of life mm. to maybe neurotypical people, it feels to me we sort of wake up to this torrent yeah. of everything. Yeah. Everybody and everything has to be 100 miles an hour. Mm. So the weather has to be extreme. Politicians have yeah. to be extreme. Decisions are made overnight. Yeah. It's and someone getting slapped, or isn't it? Or we're getting we're getting warnings, or it's it's all very kind of um, what's the word? Discombobulated. Yeah, but that kind of um, it does feel like a sort of almost like a water torture as well. It's like you yeah. wake up and it you never get a day and go, well, that was quite nice. Yeah, and I was going to come on to it very quickly. A similar story about sport is Australia, New Zealand pulling out of the Rugby League World yeah. Cup. Yeah, and you start uh, the reason I kind of brought that one up is because we kind of tend to feel quite similar to other countries, especially Australia. But they are so different, so so different. Fifteen hundred cases, and they shut the country. They had Half one the person country. dying in their eighties. Sydney is in a lockdown with nine hundred thousand people. I thought it was a misprint with the deaths when I read it. No, and the cases. Fifteen cases, and they're yeah. crapping themselves. This one death was someone in their eighties. They've they've now got a lockdown. All yeah. bar a few shops are shut. Yeah. Construction workers stopped, and basically people are on. You can't leave the area yeah. for nine hundred. Of course, they're looking at, the, at England, where where the the, the World Cup, yeah, probably, yeah. World, and going, no you've got you've got sixty thousand cases yeah. every day, no no chance, and you're like, we're, we're still existing, we have to live in this country, yeah. Just when you kind of start to get grasp as perspective, you know, some countries you kind of go, well, yeah, they're you know they're fanatical about X, Y, and Z, but you know, the countries that you feel a bit of an assimilation with, you kind of go, hold on. Well, I keep I keep What's, ref- I keep referring to, to the oh, Winter we, Olympics, yeah, it being held in China. This is. For me, the elephant in the room, sporting-wise, yeah. that's not far away. Yeah, you almost forget there's any sport going on with the Olympics at the moment. And I've said yeah. two thirds of, of Japan apparently in a poll don't don't want it to happen. Yeah, loads of protests, with, and it's like none of it's been about. Feels like it's been going on for ages, and no sport's been. Isn't it tomorrow? Mm. It starts, mm. but it's been no sport. You forget it's about sport. It just feels like there's an event that is you know is trying to happen. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it does it's... feel forced. But the point I'm making about the Winter Olympics in China is that everything that's happening with China at the moment, I don't think there's any way that a single country is going to go, we're not going to go to it, or mm. we're going to withdraw because of the treatment of minorities yeah, in yeah. that country. Kodak um, made an apology this week. 
in one of their, I think it was one of their brochures, I might be slightly wrong on this, they used a photographer who had either said or taken photographs critical of China. Oh, right. And Kodak offered an apology to China mm. for employing this person because right. he'd once said China's a bit dodgy. Right. And they made like, a, and basically went, we're really sorry, China, we won't do it again. Uh, and I just thought, wasn't it two years ago we were totally petrified by China? Yeah. Yeah, and that thing I put on my Insta story yeah, on my dodgy yeah. account, your dodgy account. They rule the world. They've yeah. taken over the world. Yeah, literally. Yeah, we're all worried about it. The rise, you know, the rise of their economy and everything else. But we're not and worried it, about it because it comes well, on no, our doorstep by ten o'clock they, from Amazon. They've just we played, don't they've played an absolute blinder on us, haven't they? Yeah, <laughs> the rest of the world. Yeah. Oh, here's a virus. Well, we're not scared well, of them. We were scared of them before. It, it, yeah. Tiananmen Square and everything else. It was like, mm. we'll do anything we can. They're the dark forces. And now we welcome them. It's it's an amazing turnaround. Mm. Mm. They've taken control of the world, basically. Yeah. And if people think they haven't, then you're misguided. If you just look at trade deals, if you look at the power in this world, mm. China is the superpower. Go back to the UK. You put some words on Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that how you're trying to sell your dodgy your account by calling it dodgy yeah not the best at marketing i'm not going to tell you the name of it <laughs> uh, you put some words on instagram which i screen i don't often screenshot certainly your stuff okay but <laughs> <laughs> it didn't need that caveat <laughs> <laughs> no because you um you know i enjoy it and i kind of you know i reflect on it and i kind of but this i felt compelled i don't I don't screenshot anything, Mark, no. so it's a massive compliment there. I'm down to 5,000. So. <laughs> um, I have now have five, and yours has been one of them. So these are the words you wrote. Going back to the vaccines, you, you start to bob around lots of different news outlets and stuff. You see all this stuff happening, and it all pretty much comes down to that it's all pandemic-related. Yeah, maybe I not think nice it... link, but there's a heightened awareness of everything because of the pandemic. They're not linked to the disease per se but yeah it leads to the pervading feeling but of... it feels like just at the moment amongst this part these are the kind of things that are cropping up yeah now. yeah um it's almost every every event as someone's going eh. yeah having a little poke anyway you put up um if the vaccines work why do you need a vaccine passport you're protected so other people's decisions don't affect you bravo if the vaccines do not work a vaccine passport is meaningless because anyone could be spreading the virus even the vaccinated I know you wrote this, but this mm. all seems very commonsensical to me. Mm-hmm. What added value would a passport bring? What does it prove other than dog-like obedience? Since these vaccines do not stop infection or transmission, this is my favourite bit, a vaccinated infected person would be allowed to move freely and an unvaccinated healthy person would not. Mm. That kind of really hammered home when I mm-hmm. read that and I thought it was really a really good way of putting it. Essentially, people who look after themselves have the, the, the brain power to make their own decisions and mm. understand things, basically having their freedoms um, taken away from them. I went a little bit... Which is actually extraordinary when you kind of say it out loud. It's, it, that's an extraordinary thing. I think it is, but you have so, to so look you, at the wider context. So my, I think... So I, you, can, you, can fo- you can be the sheep. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not kind of having a go at anyone who's had the vaccine, by the mm. way. But you, can, you can follow the rules. Yes. Have a careless abandon about your health mm-hmm. and not give anyone any kind of space or be respectful of their space, mm-hmm. or your own hygiene, or anybody else's, mm-hmm. and have the freedoms. Which, but the, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but this just yeah, because of this, there's just because of this double vaccine. It, yeah, and I'm not anti per se. I'm no. not anti-vax. I'm anti-vax for me because I've made an informed yes. decision. We had this a couple of pods ago. I totally get, and I actually reckon our numbers might have gone down by people going, "I don't like what he said." I okay. think that's possible. Okay, 
the argument I think people would put forward is, but you're being selfish because your duty isn't just to look after yourself. I, I understand that yeah. argument, but, but in it, my it, quite, case, it very quickly runs out, doesn't it? I like the idea we're all in this together. We've got to play yes. our part from a community and society, societal point of view. I get that, yeah. but it runs out of steam pretty quick, doesn't it? But I was thinking earlier this week, I did some work and there was somebody in the context of my work who was present, who was a little bit older than me, was convicted paedophile, massively obese. I don't know if he smokes and drinks. It's definite because of the work I've been doing that his hygiene is not. Mm -hmm. This is taking the point that that you've said to the extreme. Mm -hmm. This convicted paedophile who is obese. I guess that is relevant in terms of it's, the way it's he in terms lives his of, life. It's in terms of risk, because what yeah. I'm saying is... Yeah. A ri- risk to other people, right? What I'm, yeah, what I'm saying is yeah. the pure... If you just view risk as COVID and nothing else... Mm-hmm. I had a discussion with someone today, and they were saying, basically, I think you should get vaccinated. Mm. And I said I made the point of why, and they said it's about saving lives. And I said, then we shouldn't have cigarettes and we shouldn't have alcohol. Mm-hmm. If it's about saving lives, mm-hmm. ban those today. That would be no more taking away people's rights than not allowing me to go anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Cigarettes kill you. Obesity kills you. Alcohol kills you. Ban it all. Yeah. yeah. But it isn't. COVID is becoming the predeterminant. It's like this is the only thing that matters. It's the yeah. only show yeah. in town. Yeah. Yeah. So you can be far bigger risks of other mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. but you're not perceived as a risk yeah. because risk is just measured mm. in, in a very linear way. It's either COVID or not. Yeah. But the point I'm saying is this fella can get on a plane and yeah. go to Thailand yeah. Or go wherever he wants in the world, and I would, I would yeah, not, guess, and not be a, without not, not be a perceived him. risk to anybody. Yes, and I would say that, or himself. That, yes, yeah. his risk because of his lifestyle and because of his lack of hygiene and his lack mm. of ability to to eat well is at risk. Yeah, um, and it's not an exaggeration to go. Well, I'm a law abiding person who you know looks after himself and yeah. and understands yeah. risk and kind of it is crazy, isn't it? Mm. Because so many things are going to be shut. You're actually going to get to a position and go. Risk is just going to be valued on one element, because it's not about looking you. at the whole. Just to, you know, to clarify, it's about you and preventing you from being seriously ill, and that is entirely your choice. Yes. It doesn't make any sense, does it? Well, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. I, d- it, I don't need to be a scientist or a politician to kind of know and feel that that is ridiculous. It doesn't make sense for one simple reason. If it is sensical, you do it at five o'clock today. If you're doing it at the end of September, you're basically going. But that's, that's another here's dimension. Here's the window though, of opportunity. It's still as bloody stupid then as it is now. That that's another le- that's another level of. But if if their argument it, it's, is it's based on time, yeah, France have done it rightly or wrongly. France have gone right as from now. Bang! This is the law. Right. Yeah. And although I disagree, obviously, with everything, yeah, the jail sentences for going, yeah. you know, possible jail sentences for going into a restaurant if you're mm-hmm. not double jabbed, mm-hmm. but. For us to go, this is really serious, this is the only way we're going to do it, this is how we're going to change our society, but it's going to be the end of September. How does that work? So does my risk, this terrible risk that I'm going to spread it, not work until the end of September? If it's that serious, do it now. Mm. We mentioned it this week, that there is a palpable sense of unease. People I talk to at work, talk about you, and people you, you talk to. I think it's really hard to explain it. I think everyone's just not necessarily confused. I think it's less confusing. I think it's just out and out beyond words, so isn't it? If we, it, it, it if is, we look at my so, scoop... It is so yeah. out there. Let's get, yeah, get on to, yeah, we can get on the, to that. The reason my scoop, and I know, and I'm, I'm not being an apologist for myself, 
But I recognise giving myself the label of ridiculous has a degree of truth. I recognise that my obsessive nature and my view of life may, in, to neurotypical people, seem distorted. And I'm not here going that I'm the panacea for, for, for everything in the world. It's just I think sometimes there are some good ideas and they get ignored or because of who tells them. This was a simple one today. I saw a packet with seven bananas in and probably have this to put up on the on the Insta. Mm. And they ranged from green to quite well done. And this is from a South Korean supermarket. Mm-hmm. So when you buy seven, that one's ready today. That one's yeah. ready tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That is sensible. <laughs> yeah. We buy seven bananas, and if you have one a day, the last three go in the bin. Mm, mm. And it was sensible. Mm. I looked at that and went, why have I or no one else ever? So what I'm, the point mm. I'm trying to make from this is there are some very sensible things to do, yeah. and we're not doing them. Yeah. And these bananas made sense rather than buying a bunch. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I'm doing a caveat for the story I'm about to tell to say I accept people can pick holes in what I'm saying, but I just feel... I don't think always that my passion is misplaced. I think sometimes there there are some degrees of truth in my ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I want to just tell this little story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me get my phone. So last night, I think I'd done a session or I'd done some training or something. I can't even remember what it was. And something came up on Twitter. I wasn't even deep diving. And something came up on Twitter of a young man in his 20s describing the horrific nature of COVID and the effect it had had on him mm. and he gave a very very well presented view of the horrors of the disease the need to get vaccinated how he'd been misguided and th- didn't think mm. thought he was invincible how all his friends had got it and and he was being interviewed in his hospital bed and one of the things that you and I have often said is that they quite often interview them when they look as if they probably have got four or five minutes to live yeah, it's like they can't, they can't talk they can't talk they got the gas and air and yeah And what suddenly came across was that the guy didn't have a mask on and they cut away to show another person in a room and then you could tell where the camera was. So there was at least two other people in Mm -hmm. his private room Mm -hmm. and he didn't have a mask. And I just thought, this guy has said he almost died from COVID. Mm -hmm. He's still in hospital. He's obviously in a private ward and he had like some machines next to him and everything. Mm -hmm. And he isn't wearing a mask. And that, you know, you get nasty looks in Sainsbury's still. Yeah. And I thought, someone has slipped up. That you could not, it, it just couldn't be allowed that you've got at least two people, possibly three people in a small room with him mm. and someone hasn't said you need to wear a mask because you have COVID. It's yeah. beyond common sense, isn't it? Yeah. The hospital would have said you need to wear a mask. Also, I didn't think people that were so close to death necessarily would have a film crew and be interviewed. Yes, yes, yes. So I just thought, this is strange. I, this is the first time I've seen someone who's baying, basically going, I've almost died, I've mm-hmm. got COVID, but chat away. Yeah. So that was number one. So I then decided to have a look at the background to this individual. So I'm just going to show you the picture. Now, this to me reminds me of a young Kenny Everett. So this is the guy that's just about dying from COVID. Oh, right. So I if you want to describe... I, I saw a guy on... The, there's one on the BBC website now saying, I refused the vaccine, then nearly died from the virus. I thought it was him, but it's not. It's a different one. There's another one. He looks pretty well. I mean, he's, that, the word for that is chipper. Yeah. That guy is chipper. Mm. Where was this? 
It was at a London hospital. But where, where was the where was the where was this broadcast? This was broadcast at eight sixteen on BBC Breakfast News. Okay. And he spoke to Hugh Pym from his hospital bed after getting seriously ill with coronavirus. He describes feeling like he was dying, and his advice to others is to get the mm-hmm. COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. He said, "I was wondering when my last breath was going to be," and this has happened quite often that we've heard basically people have have actually thought they were about to this, die. But go on. They use these la- this language. It just yeah. feels slightly un, unrealistic. I know a few people have been close to death and they very rarely use the cliched, you know, life flashed before my very eyes. And when people are right literally on the edge of something catastrophic, mm. they tend not to say things like that. No. If they, you know what I mean? And not in a chipper, smiling voice. No. So anyway, um, NHS England used a quote that he said. His quote was, get the vaccine, just honestly get the vaccine. Right. And NHS England reposted the picture that I've just sent. Yes. And then... This was answered by Shadi Javid, who said, get the vaccine, just honestly get the vaccine, get well soon, Henry. Mm-hmm. For the health minister to make a personal yeah. response to yeah. one of, to, to, what is it, 55,000 people had COVID? And yeah, this one particular yeah. guy was on the news yeah, and yeah. the health secretary made a personal tweet, retweeting mm-hmm. in the same way that the NHS England had retweeted these words yeah. that were used on yeah. BBC Breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, do this from a objective point of view so i want to make this very clear although the guy looked very very healthy mm-hmm. when i took a screenshot he had a number of things around him he had a computer next to his bed he had a water bottle he had a banana mm-hmm. he had some blueberries he obviously was eating yes and able to use a computer mm-hmm. he wasn't on gas and air mm-hmm. or yeah. anything else but he still wasn't wearing a mask and i thought why is this getting the publicity Mm. that it is. Mm. I went on to Twitter and I couldn't find anything. And I thought, this is really strange. It's like normally someone's got a view or knows him or something. Yeah, yeah. So I went on to DuckDuckGo because oh, yeah. there was nothing on Google. The search engine. Yeah. yeah. And DuckDuckGo, all I did was put this guy's name in. Yeah. And DuckDuckGo said, I think I did a screenshot of it, Henry G. Dine, D-Y-N-E. I think I got his LinkedIn profile. Sorry? I've got his LinkedIn profile. Yes. So just to let you go, so so people that don't know is DuckDuckGo is a search engine that is a bit like trying to not be Google. Yeah. So I put this guy's name in just casually and DuckDuckGo came up and said, Google is trying to track you. We've blocked them. Blocked Google? Yeah. From trying to track? Track me. Right. You can check the address bar to see who is trying to track you when you visit a new site. Mm. As soon as I went into DuckDuckGo, Google had got some link to the fact that mm. I was checking on this guy. Right. So if you've got his LinkedIn profile there, rather than me, because I've got it here as well, yeah. does it say on that that he's a key account manager at Computer Centre? Yeah, it does, yeah. Is the picture... God, this is like a bloody courtroom. Is the picture <laughs> of him, the picture of the guy in the bed, probably, for yeah. all intents and purposes? Yeah, it looks like him. It's the same person. Looks like him, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Where were you on the night? Of- <laughs> yes. Henry Dine works for Computer Centre. Yeah. Computer Centre was founded by Sir Philip Hume, H-U-L-M-E. He has donated hundreds of thousands of pounds to the Conservative Party in recent years, and his wife also donated £100,000 as recently as the 2019 election. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, And they were also paying a particular MP money towards his whatever. Yeah. And they got an uncontested tender. So this organisation got an uncontested tender to supply laptops to schools. Right. And it was basically saying, we can't discriminate against children that don't have access at home to 
to laptops and it's even gone wider than that now which i'll tell you in a minute which is about accessing things like appointments and mm. getting onto your vaccines that, that people need that so they were given an uncontested tender yeah. to provide these it's transpired that some of the laptops that they supplied didn't meet the minimum standards and a school in bradford which received 90 of these laptops via computer center found they were infected with a malware virus an unboxing and preparing them was discovered that a number of laptops were infected with a self-propagating network worm, and then he names it. The network worm looks like it contacts Russian servers when active. So Computer Center sent out thousands of laptops, mm -hmm. and I think it's something like 22,000 of them had malware already on them. Already on them, right? That was linked to Russian spyware. An online forum used by school IT experts suggests this is far from an isolated incident. Numerous schools have reported the virus to the Department of Education. Reports also suggest that laptops arise with no sound driver installed, causing issues for pupils. And this was one of the good law projects. I said it appears that the price they've charged for some of their devices is almost twice as what they could have been if you bought them on Amazon. Blah, 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 blah. This made me think it's interesting that the guy who is in hospital works for this company, but that could just mm -hmm. be coincidence. Yeah. I then found an Instagram account in this guy's name where he is described as a crisis actor. Right. Now, this is the only one bit where I'm going to put my hand up and go, because it was a private account, I can't get into. But this guy has two Instagram accounts. Yeah. you see it? Yeah, I do, yeah. And what does it say on it? One says, so one times Academy Award nominated crisis actor, Henry Dine. Yeah. Suspiciously woke, best actor on TV, propaganda king. Is, so his, is his that's uh, his own words to describe himself himself yeah now that could be mightily ironic yeah but he also has another account oh sorry his acting account has got quite a few thousand odd followers just... so his acting one's got 1200 yeah followers and he calls himself a crisis actor yeah on that one and on head the... of propaganda and extremely woke yeah and the and the other one has 14 followers yes and it's just food yeah healthy food and him looking looking quite fit yeah. And buff. Someone who's very concerned about his health and yes. well-being. And he's showing the progress he's made in his health, although yeah. some of the dates on things he's published, there's one where he looks exceptionally buff on the 10th of May, and on the 20th of April he looked very different. So in okay. three weeks he made massive changes, but not putting anything aside, he's obviously someone who's very into fitness. I, I can't believe that he prepared every one of those meals that are produced. They look very professional photographs yeah, but do, yeah. if someone eats like that then they've got to the be the healthiest mm -hmm. person alive yeah. and maybe that's the point maybe but why for someone who obviously has thousands of followers but was was the interview about i'm super healthy eat well train i still got it no so there's nothing about that no. nothing about his health okay that wasn't even made a, a point about that but he's done 135 posts he's a popular guy he's obviously got a lot of friends he's got a lot of people on linkedin and 14, 14 followers, people that's nothing it was I 30 get 14 enough if i set up a new account i could get 14 in about just 10 spam. minutes just <laughs> yeah so why has he got that yeah, yeah right i said okay yeah so and you could go well and nothing's just... tagged out of all those 135 posts he's, he's and barely never, any of them get never, any likes. he's never been tagged yeah you're right no yeah so what have I proved? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, Mark. Is that the end? But this guy, who has obviously become a mouthpiece for young people... Look, he's clearly an actor. He is clearly an actor. Yeah. It's the third actor. I tell, On the last podcast, I told you of two people on ITV News yeah. from the same agency yeah. that were actors. Yeah. So of all the people in that hospital, they've chosen an actor. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen any plumbers or... That guy was interviewed 
And it's a blatant propaganda. I think even the BBC would probably go, yes, it's blatant propaganda. Mm -hmm. We're trying to get across a message. Mm -hmm. And if the message is get vaccinated because it can happen to a fit and healthy Mm -hmm. guy like this, then then fine. Mm -hmm. I've got no problem with that. Mm -hmm. But of all the people to choose, it chooses someone who is employed by one of the biggest donors to to the Conservative Party. Mm And to me, that's like stretching it a little bit. Like, what are the chances? You haven't, we haven't covered, you haven't covered many of these things on the pod, but you tell me about a lot of them. Yeah. And all the things that you're like, okay. And you, when you have delved a little bit deeper, the amount of times there is a Tory donor involved. Yeah. It's pretty much 100%, isn't yes. it? Yes. There's a handful of examples you've told me in the last few weeks where that's the case. It's a disproportionate. Yeah. You just kind of, you don't, you don't have to dig very far to go, oh, okay. They're on a board of X or they donated X in the last in the last 12 months or there's associations and they're quite closely linked. Mm. So my final bit about this is not so much about the massive coincidence that this guy just happens to work for someone who's a big mm. donor mm. and is an actor mm. and gave a very good performance. It's that when I then looked at Computer Centre, so those contracts for the provision of school technology devices came to 99.4 million following deals with 96 million that were reported by Private Eye. Mm-hmm. Since that date, two new deals have been released, taking another one worth 46 million, taking the total to 241. Mm-hmm. NHS spends 8.5 million on laptops and phones for vaccination programmes. Yeah, that's the one. So next to Henry's LinkedIn entry is a screen grab they've put up here of, of exactly what you said. 8.5 million NHS vaccination phones, laptops, tablets and barcode printer contract. The contract covers the provision of non-clinical hardware devices to support the operation of COVID-19 vaccine centres. So the point I'm making is, to me, this is in plain sight. So a guy who works for Computer Centre, who are massive donors to the Conservative Mm -hmm. Party, who are getting contract after contract, none of which have been in open competition, Mm -hmm. have just been awarded a contract around £9 million to provide provision around vaccines. Mm -hmm. And one of their employees ends up being interviewed Mm-hmm. on the BBC and it could be a massive coincidence but mm-hmm. it isn't this guy is an actor he works for computer center mm-hmm. they've just won a big contract and he goes you've got to go out and have the vaccine it's this is the in plain sight and I think this is my worry for when I came in <laughs> is that no one's saying anything none mm-hmm. of the the concerns the computer center don't have to get up Henry Dine isn't being mm-hmm. interviewed And this is happening a million times over and we're just believing everything we see. I'm not saying this guy didn't have COVID. He seems to have made a good recovery and he looks good, which is fine. I'm not not even being facetious, but this is too close to home. It's just Mm. like, Mm. we're going to make a propaganda story. What should we do? And that's the other thing that he's got an Instagram account with 14 followers. It had 13 followers yesterday. It's got 14 (laughs) today. Yeah. But 203,000 people have seen that tweet. Yeah. Why would he keep posting pictures of food? to 14 other people it's it just Mm. strikes me as fishy fishy (laughs) just want to cover something i didn't cover last a week uh we were talking about opposites Mm -hmm. weren't we opposite action opposite actions and that kind of when you were talking about that got me thinking about a book by rory sutherland the name of the book is alchemy the surprising power of ideas that don't make sense So it doesn't pay to be logical when everyone else is being logical. Sutherland says that if you play by the same rules as everybody else and become obsessed with comparison, you will use the same metrics as your competitors. Furthermore, when you optimize for the same parameters, you become more like 
your competitors and edge closer to commoditizing your product and service category. We talked about FOMO a lot, lot mm. haven't we? Mm. The idea that you're kind of you're always you're comparing yourself to somebody else, but actually by maybe by obsessing over that, you're going to get closer to them, mm-hmm. therefore not be any different and not kind of carve your own path. Maybe a bit like the bananas. Everyone sells them in bunches. Yeah. And someone's gone, yeah. why do we do it like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sutherland refers to the book Blue Ocean Strategy, which says uh, the point of differentiation is to develop better metrics than your competitors. In other words, if you abandon that need for comparison, it's an excellent way to find a comparative advantage. So Sutherland says that one of the things that made Apple different was that everybody else in tech was asking what a phone could do, from battery life process to power to available RAM and so forth. Apple chose to ask a different question, which was, how does the phone make you feel when you're using it? Mm. The considerations by other tech firms are objective. They're about uh, SE units and things that are numerically measurable. Apple's was subjective. Sutherland argues that one of the ways of getting closer to customers as a marketer is simply to develop subjective, not objective metrics against which you judge yourself. Mm-hmm. Again, that's probably we good for individuals. We talked about the Apple box as well, didn't we? Mm. That that becomes something you keep, although you have no need for it. Yeah. So I'm going to go on to his um, his 10 rules for alchemy, which I think are quite are quite neat. So number one, the opposite of a good idea can also be a good idea. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this yesterday in our business chat, weren't we? Oh, you, you called me last night. I can't see you. It's dark in here, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, we had our discussion. Us, yeah, and I was waltzing around the garden and got bitten by a mosquito. So I'm blaming that one on you. But we're talking about that. Yeah. It's like, well, why would you want to do something that's similar to somebody else? Mm. There's, there's such a natural thing to kind of, I'm not going to do that. You know, kind of, if you're an individual starting out as a freelancer or something, you go, well, lots of people are doing that. Mm. Why would I do it? I'm just going to, I'm not going to be noticed. I'm just going to mm. disappear in the, in, the, in the competition. But if you obsess about, again, what they're doing, you, you're more likely to disappear. If you just go, if you look inside yourself and don't look about what everybody else is doing and mm. do the thing that you want to do in the way you want to do it, yeah. you know, you've got to have some competency. But if you kind mm. of have a belief in your own, in your own beliefs, then I think you can, you can genuinely create that differentiation, I think. Well, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I think I was thinking be, more about our discussion and we were saying about how we value coffee. <laughs> yeah. And, I was thinking you can have five coffee shops in a very small village. Mm. If you're the best coffee shop, the other four don't matter. Yeah. Because yeah. they're only going to get the people that yeah. either don't recognize good coffee or, or you're full. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the competition, if you're the best, competition's but, unimportant in some yeah, respects. But you could have five coffee shops that have fantastic coffee. Yeah. You know, indistinguishable in terms of quality. Mm-hmm. But you, there's other things you're going to win on. Yeah, the way you sell it or yeah. your customer service. or yeah. yeah. Number two is don't design for average. Uh, number three, it doesn't pay to be logical if everyone else is being logical. Mm-hmm. Number four, the nature of our attention affects the nature of our experience. If we keep using the coffee shop, if I'm somewhere and I'm constantly engaging, whether it's with the staff or the mm. music or the decor or mm. the food, that just keeps me coming back for yeah, more. yeah. yeah. Number five is a flower is simply a weed with an advertising budget. Yeah. Six, the problem with logic is that it kills off magic. You know the stuff that makes sense, but if you kind of follow things by almost by the letter, you're going to miss so much, I guess, aren't you? Yeah. You're going to miss all kind of opportunities. Uh, Number seven, a good guess which stands up to observations is still science. So is a lucky accident. Sometimes you've got to use your gut instinct. When you use your gut instinct, it kind of works. You get all the numbers in the world, but it doesn't actually, sometimes not what people want. It's not what's going to work. Well, we've talked about gut instinct before. Sometimes mm, mm. you have an intuition about something's going yeah. to take off. Yeah. I think yeah. this is kind of just said to go on that. Yeah. Even if the numbers say something different. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're likely to have the same numbers as everybody else. 
Uh, number eight is uh, test counterintuitive things only because no one else will. Uh, number nine is solving problems using rationality is like playing golf with only one club for all the golfists out there. And number 10 is dare to be trivial. Mm. Yeah, that was probably, that resonates with me. Mm. Maybe don't be too too serious about things. I kind of take it as that. I, that, I that see some, it. That in... Sometimes, the, that, you know, you can see we well, don't sweat the small stuff, but yeah, maybe sweat, sweat the small stuff or the things that you don't think matter. Maybe we'll actually, maybe they do matter. Got to crack on, Mark. We're yeah. pushing on for time. Uh, I'm going to wrap through these life hacks for you because okay. I know you love them. Uh, how to stay cool in this abominable heat. These are genuine ones, which I think are absolute crap, but they're on most of the, the sites that talk about these things. Stay out of the sun, right? Stand in a cool breeze. Well, that'd be, that'd be easy if there was a cool breeze, right? Paint the house white. That was my favourite one. The lack of irony. <laughs> or are you being ironic? I'd... What? You so seem... I've, I've typed in to the old interweb yeah. ways to keep cool in this heat, in this awful heat. And these, these, these are genuinely the things that come back out. You see, that's where you need more information. If you're going to keep cool, paint your house white at night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I haven't yeah, thought it's so, true, so you're not hot when you paint the house. Yes. And then yeah. the next day, you'll, you, the whole house will benefit, benefit from it. Yeah. <laughs> you get the benefit. Uh, and then there's some the usual va- which I think are valuable, like you know, probably fairly obvious, like having a shower. Yeah. You know, and if you've got the fans on in in, in your bedroom, and you come out of the shower and you're a little bit damp. That's mm. quite nice. Uh, rinse your wrists. Heard of that one? Do you ever do that one? Just to cool no. yourself off. No. <laughs> and obviously, drink plenty of water and don't overdo the antiperspirant. Okay. Because your body needs, you know, is is trying to cool you down, isn't it, by sweating? Mm. It's a, mm. it's physics. Second one, stick everything in the fridge. There's loads of stuff which is just putting things in the fridge. This is great advice, uh, and it's easy for me because I rarely have any food in the fridge. Uh, so things like put moisturiser in there, so things you probably wouldn't normally put in there. Wet wipes. Things that you I use. Heard. Oh, cool, a cool wet wipe. Mm. Mm. Don't know why I'm entering into this. Because you're interested. Um, and then people it put pillows, me. bed sheets. Yeah. It's, just, it's gone up a notch. You might as well put your sofa in there. Mm. Actually put your pets in there as well. While you're at it, because they struggle in this heat. Yeah, actually, don't put your pets in the fridge because no. they don't like the dark. And here's the killer one. I've left this one to last because we tried it yesterday and it has worked. Open the loft hatch. Okay. Hot air rises, of course, and if you create some ventilation on the lower floors, that's if you have lower floors. You could be in a bungalow with a loft, admittedly. Uh, then it'll push the kind of cool air up and out, and the, because you've got vents in your roof, the hot air will disperse. I thought it was pretty good. We tried it today. It's definitely made a difference upstairs. I can't see you, but I can kind of just make out I just, just an aura of disappointment. It's like I'm reading a very poor edition of Viz. Huh. I'm sorry about that. No, I just... It, this is the one uh, thing that mystifies... I thought we were losing listeners because of you. Is it because of me? Am I about life hacks? I just... <laughs> I just... <laughs> you have such an involvement and such um, What? Like almost a passion for them. I have a passion for, it, for you sitting there going... <laughs> Kill me so now. It, it's more. <laughs> we've gone from the end of the Western civilization. That's the fun, that's the fun I get. <laughs> to put the, water the, in generally, a Generally, the, the, the loft hatch, a genius idea. I think it's great. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Thank you. Um, that's it for this episode. We're going to get this far. And thanks for listening to us. Give us a follow on Instagram. Um, I'm Vinecast. And uh, give us a review on Apple Podcast. In the next episode. I thought we could do some on training or... Yeah, Can I let's get back get into back, some of that? Yeah, let's so get anything back specific into... you'd like to 
Kev, if I said let's do something on training, is there anything burning now that you'd want to do? It, let's just have. A, I read something the other day that was basically saying I'd rather do one exercise ten thousand times than ten thousand exercises once. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'd rather do one exercise. 10, Would you rather times. be attacked by a ram? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one giant duck or a hundred <laughs> small ducks. <laughs> Would you rather be stuck on a Welsh mountain with... Yeah. Um, so, is it okay. The the quote was basically saying, don't get taken in by coaches that have 173 different ways to curl a dumbbell. There's about four. Yeah. And so maybe that's the... <laughs> yeah. Um, I was mean, cho- you were talking about the last part about choice. There's too much choice. Yes. That, that doesn't make you a better PT. It doesn't make you a better anything. No. Back to coffee. Which blend would you have? What, what have you got? We've got a... We've got 140 different blends. Yeah. Right. How's that helping me, me right best now? Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can remember when we did the PT course, I'm, I'm sure the guy said something like, basically, there are seven lifts in the world. Right, so you yeah. get push, lift, you get push, pull and yeah. lift. Mm-hmm. And it might, may, maybe that's it. It's so that's a back three. to basics. <laughs> yeah. But within each one, there's, <laughs> let's just go back maybe yeah, be good. To, to the basics of why you should do certain exercises. Mm-hmm. And I know I've used the should, but some people should. Because exercises I, come in you know and out what, of fashion. Yes. We did deadlifts today. I'm pointing at you. You can't see me. Can no. You? Well, you, maybe you can because I've got the screens on my face. But I, we did deadlifts this morning. Yeah. That was tough in the heat. Have I mentioned the heat? Yeah. And how hot it is? Yeah. I have a well, that's why I made you do the deadlifts in a fridge. <laughs> 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 but we had the bloody Gary. I was in the sun. I was in the direct sun, the morning sun. Yeah. I was absolutely cooking. Mm. However, I feel so good. I think deadlifts have changed my life. Genuinely changed my life. Mm. Good. For the better. Yeah. So I, I don't worry about saying you should deadlift. I think yeah. everyone should deadlift, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I think if you did one thing, talking about one thing yes. 10,000 times, yeah. I'd do deadlifts. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Okay. So is this getting so back to basics. Pull. Okay, cool. We'll do that. So we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.